0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're doing Masech, Taz, Dimai, Perik, Vav, Mishnah 10 and 11, Yud and Yud Aleph. Continuing on yesterday's theme about inheritance and two people getting a field and one of them deciding to take one half and the other one to take the other half, so too you have a Ger and a Nachri. You have a convert and his brother. nachri They inherit from their non-Jewish father. Yochlu Lomar, the Ger can tell the nachri, Tolata avodizar vani You take all the Avodazar in the house, and I will take the money. Because Avodazara is Asr Bahana. Avodizar, you one cannot get benefit from. It. And therefore, if the Ger inherits it, the convert inherits it, he lost out. He's going to have to destroy it and get rid of it. He can't even give it away. And therefore, he's going to lose out on his inheritance. So he says to his brother, Before we inherit, I want to take the money, and you take the avodizar. Vani I'll take You take the wine, which is the problem of Yain Nesach, I'll take fruit. just This only works provided that the ger, it doesn't come to the per shows, but once it gets to the per shows, it gets to his, his possession, it's now once he acquires it, it's now Asir Bahana, he can't give it away. Now the post can point out, excuse me, the far point out, the problem is as follows. A Vodhizar is so bad, and we're so we're so careful to stay away from a Vodhizar, that if one is Machalfe of Vodazara, they exchange a vodazara for let's say money, even that money is Osir as if it was a vodasara. However, my you know, father should point out, the difference between that and our case is that really, Eger does not inherit from his father. That Eger is he's like a brand new child, he's, he's severed from his past life, and the his biological father is not considered his father halachically, so he doesn't inherit on a level of Darisa. And since he's not inheriting on a level of Darisa Really, this, Avod, this Avodah Zar, this money is not his yet. So, as long as he stipulates before it comes to his possession that the Avodah Zahra goes to his brother, it's not considered mahalifi. It's not as if he's exchanging for it, but rather he's just getting the money, and that's why it works. But obviously, once he gets to his possession, now it has a shame Jew on it, and the Avodah Zar is Asbah and he can no longer switch it. Yud Aleph. Surya was a land adjacent to Eretz where there was a questionable status about what exactly the level of sanctity it had, and therefore, for various things, we treat the land as if it has sanctity. For demai, we don't. Hamocher Peres, Basuria. Surya won a selling land, fruit in, uh, in Surya. And it says these are from Eretz Yisrael. The purchaser, Chayav Lash, has to take Maestro off them because, because it's from Eretz Yisrael. But if he says, actually, these are from Eric Yisrael, however, I took Meiser off them, then he's believed. And why is he believed, although normally Amar is not believed? We introduce a very important din in Shas called Pesh Osar. The mouth that answered it is the mouth that permitted it. Meaning, if you have fruits in front of you, and these things, for all you know, you're sitting in Syria, Lachora. There's not a problem whatsoever. And this guy comes along, and goes, "By the way, there is a problem." He introduced the problem. So if we believe him to introduce the problem, we believe him to get rid of the problem. This comes up as well. Let's say a woman shows up in town, and you see she's a single woman, so you can marry her. And she goes, "By the way, I was married once, but I'm divorced." So the same way we're going to believe she was, believe her to say she was married, we will also believe this, her to say she is divorced. HaPesha also whope she hit there, and how, what exactly is the mechanics of this. How does this work? So that's a debate among the Akronim. Some say it's actually a classic Migo. Meaning, he could, the, per, the woman could say, let's use that case, she could have been quiet, never said anything. She could have been Shasak. The fact she spoke, so now what? She, she could have said to you, I didn't have to speak. Now that I speak, believe me in everything I say. This is, comes up all the time in Shas. I didn't have to speak. Now that I spoke, believe me in what I say. I didn't have to tell you these are from Eretz Israel. Now that I spoke, believe me that I also took Maestro off it. There's another interpretation, a bit of a chiddish how to understand it, and not midin go, not because, believe me, if you're believing me for this, believe me for that as well, but rather it's as follows. I'll give you a muscle. Imagine I create, I fashion a vessel. I take some clay and I make I make a nice pottery, take pot, a uh, nice pot. Who's the owner of it? I am. I formed it, and therefore I could do what I want with it. If I want, I can take it, a hammer and smash it into a million pieces. I essentially own it. I have bias over the thing I created. Well, let's apply to this as well. Perhaps the way a Pesha also works is, when I say something, I have bilas over what I say. If I say I am I was married, I own that statement in the, to the sense now I can go destroy it and say I was no I no longer am married. That so long as I am the only one saying it, I am the only one who can corrobor- corroborate what is being said. It's coming solely from me. I'm considered, quote-unquote, the Baal, the owner of that statement, and therefore I can modify it. And a can between these two, whether it's amigo, I could have been quiet, and now that I spoke, so believe me, versus no, I have... Ownership over what I say is perhaps Toch Dibor. The concept that Toch Dibor is so long as it's within a very short time span, you can retract on things. If you understand that it's a so perhaps you can only believe B'Din Migo when it's Toch Dibor. Why? Because what essentially Amigo is saying is, I didn't have to say it. And now that I qualified it really quickly, so it must be, you know, I, I said what I said and I qualified it really quickly, um, so therefore, I believe me. But once you, you create a, a, a lapse of time, so it gets harder to say, you know, I didn't have to say it, I could have said something differently. Normally, you assume once you say something, you believe it to be true, where there's no. If it's about, if it's about, I own the statement, so long as no one's contradicting it, so therefore, um, I, I, can, I can qualify it for as long as possible. Furthermore, um, person who says, um, Mishali, um, these are my produce. Chayv he says, No, I took my of them, now he's believed, again, because he introduced the concept that these were his, and then he said, They're Mysore. However, this is the most important point. It comes to Pasha yeah, Esar, this is really this is the, uh, what what's all based off. If the Amart comes to you and says, These are my produce. So then you have to take Miser off them. If he says I took Miser off them, Pesh hit sir The one that the mouth that said these things are aser, pesha hit. There's the one that said they're they're mutter. So therefore you don't you do not need to take off Miser. But if you know if you know already that he has another field, and therefore when the second the guy comes up to you like oh that's the guy the guy who owns the field down the road so. It, you know right away the fruit are usher. It's not a Pesha, Asher, Pesha. The fact that it's is because it was Asher because you knew it was Asher. It didn't come from him and therefore, since it didn't come from him, therefore he's not doesn't have the ability to make the mutter and therefore, Chayev, La have a wonderful day.